The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Hello, this is Homeboy 88 of the Homeboy 88 Podcast. If you like hip-hop, video games, pro wrestling, conspiracy theories, and comedy, come check out the Homeboy 88 Podcast, constantly in the top Apple Podcast charts. Check out my back catalog featuring some of the funniest wrestling shows ever created. The Homeboy 88 Podcast. Search for it and listen today. سبحان فالق Yes, that's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Right now, big. 
How about a two-for-one special in their own right? And it wasn't enough. Carter just able to break through. I'm talking about for the tag team champions. They're always watching each other's backs. Uh, James running a little interference. In the right place at the right time. Here we go, throwing caution to the wind here. As well, we talk about those trust issues. James right now willing to, oh! Oh, forget about the trust issues. The cutter can't do anything about it. And think about the injured Ritz. That's now, who the? What the? Dabakato! What the hell is he doing here? Williams is shot, but Williams is isolated. Turn it back around, no! Hey, he's flying through the air. This matchup continuing. Referee again using that discretion in this moment. Oh, Carmelo Hayes going up in the high red district. Here we go! Nothing but net. Titles willing to risk it all. Oh, I don't like the looks of this, but I like it. He's not going to on the safe. Oh! Wait! Did, did Dolan just pull Jane in front of Perez? I, I don't know if I saw that or not, Vic. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know if my eyes are playing tricks on me or not, but I said sooner or later it might happen, but I'm not sure. Oh! Here we go! Right now it is Gigi Dolan becoming unhinged in this moment. And much like we saw with JC Jane, she's taking full control of her solo opportunity here in this matchup. And, oh! Well, you're gonna believe me, right, Vic? You're finally gonna, you know, wise up. Grayson, you can't win the gold. You gotta do it in the ring. You know what, Vic? Uh-oh. Yeah, I think uh -oh. he's gonna get a viral He's gonna get a viral moment. He's gonna get that viral moment.
Can you hear the barks? Vic, that superplex looked like it knocked all the wind right out of Grayson Waller's body. But you hear NXT oh! to Braun Breaker! Carmelo Hayes, and while Braun said he came to Charlotte to destroy, conquer, and retain, did we just witness possibly the next roadblock for our champion on his road to stand and deliver? PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.
Hello everyone and welcome to the PWC Vengeance Day post-game show. I'm your host Jimmy T, my co-host, man, <laughs> when I say he's the ever so reliable Dr. Jeff Lippman, I truly mean it. I mean, it's after 4am for the poor guy. I mean, shit, man. Thank you for being on the show and welcome back. Jeff, how you feeling, man? What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, no, seriously. I, I mean, as you know, I we uh, we went to Sakaria and La Sakaria got contracted for some dark ops by the Dark Pool <laughs> Securities Foundation, and you know I had to um, you know get get them out of country. We you know first we took them to Martin's Airport to a private uh, Cessna <laughs> to fly <laughs> under the radar in in line of sight, so they didn't have to uh, turn on the radar. <laughs> you know, may or may not have landed in in uh, in a bank in you know off one of the Carolinas, taking us a slow boat down to a uh, popular but not particularly busy port port side uh, coastal town in, in central Florida. From there, it's going to be a little bit overland over swamp, and then uh, maybe into the Gulf, maybe straight down to the Caribbean. We're, we're not really sure at that point. The, the details get fuzzier for for security <laughs> reasons, but. Uh, <laughs> let's just let's just say there's there's going to be some tree barons a few less tree barons that aren't going to collect more rings in their ages pretty soon <laughs> oh shit yeah. well <laughs> i mean dude i don't know how you're doing it man but like i said i'll take my hat off to you no I doubt about it the airport and back i know wow did it take really that long to get to the airport take like 20 minutes oh, okay there's, there's right. no one on the road it was it was amazing because there's like I mean literally there was like almost nobody on the road and I awesome. managed to find two people who were stopped in the middle of highways. Just, just, Why? So, well, one guy was clearly lost. He he didn't know which way to go on, um, you know where where the highway split. So he just decided to keep swerving back and forth uh, until he finally realized there were people behind him, even though it was two thirty in the morning, and mm -hmm. decided to go straight basically. And then realized he was going to go straight into a ravine, uh, so then stopped abruptly. Shit. The other one had their their hazard lights on, but they were not in the safety lane. I think they were casing an abandoned car that was on the side in distress. Oh, but I don't think they were going to. I don't think they were there to render assistance. I think they were oh, there shit. to see if they could render any uh, thieving. So, uh, <laughs> so Damn. yeah, that, that that was that was. Uh, so yeah, that's that's just the kind of things that you know <laughs> I, I find in the the dark side of the city. Well, I don't know if there was a thing um, in your neck of the woods, and I'm sure there was, but here there was a craze where people would just like groups of people will literally just come to your car, asking, "Do you need a, Do you need help?" Like they'll stop you and then they'll rob you, literally, like on the spot. No, like, that, and that was a thing. Yeah, that, that was I mean, a thing. I, wish I had a group of people I could do that with. Believe me, it it happens, man. Really? But thank, it nearly happened to me, man. Whoa, someone Lily, here. Get, get on that, Lily. <laughs> well, Lady uh, is uh, featuring also on the show in the background there. But um, but we're here to talk vengeance, NXT vengeance to be precise. Um, surprisingly for me, Jeff, I actually didn't mind the show. Well, yeah, NXT is a very easy watch. I mean. You know, I, I was talking to some dude, well, I talk, I mean, on Twitter, and 
his you know in in his profile his his handle is something like positive about AEW. So of course you know he's you know he's, he's he's sort of reasonable. I don't I don't remember his name, but you know he he says I don't like NXT. The, the matches are too overproduced. And and listen, I know what he Sometimes means. Sometimes they year. are right. They're sort of homogenized, but I mean. You can't tell me. I mean, he was also telling me he liked Rampage the other day, which you know we all thought was mm. atrocious. And I mean, you can't tell me that you don't like a match because it's overproduced, but you like the Young Bucks match. I mean, their innovation was actually overproducing, overproducing, and re-overproducing matches to make them like video game matches. I mean, that's true. That that that's what they brought to the industry. I mean, oh, not that. I mean, there were teams like the Hardy Boys and and the Motor City Machine Guns and the. American Wolves that were already doing a lot of the other stuff they were doing, they just they just turned it into a giant, you know, four dimensional choreography. I mean, you know, that's their thing. I mean, so you know, say that you you think that they're sort of boring. You know, if anything, they're underproduced. They're very controlled. That's what he means by produced. But anyway, they're, they're very they're very easy. Again, they, they, it reminds me of when NWA fan, first came back, season one and season two of Power, where. Mm-hmm. It was just sort of easy to watch, you know. Matches generally weren't too long, but um, but the the matches are more important in NXT than they were in NWA, and NWA was even less match centric than than uh, NXT is, and and these matches were all pretty res- respectable. I you know, I think. I mean, the one that we talked about pre production that we disagree on, you you really liked it, and I think a lot of people were expecting me to show stealer, but most of the matches went exactly the way I thought they would. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I went five out of six with my predictions, and the one that I got wrong, had I gone with my heart, which I know better, I would have gone because I wanted the team to win, but they did not. Uh, well, they actually did. I just didn't think they would. Um, <laughs> but I'm happy for it. Well, let's get into it, actually, Jeff. Uh, and we start off with the well, we the show opens up with Charlotte Flair hosting a video package about NXT getting back on the road, where she puts tonight's principal competitors over. And we start with the first Wait, matchup. She was pretty good at that, wasn't she? She was, yeah. No no doubt about it, for sure. Like, at first, I was taken aback, and then I just decided to just listen to it. And, like, she was good. Like, she's got, like, a future doing that. I mean, if this wrestling thing doesn't work out for her, you know, after another eight years or so. What, you think she can get into commentating and stuff like that? She might be all right, actually. I, I think she can get into commentating, but I think at her point, I, I think what she probably would probably want to do is like sort of go to John Cena route of, of like being hosting sort of like Nickelodeon and like lower end <laughs> award shows before you make yourself up to like the ESPYs and things like that and then you know you know parlay it into I don't know maybe like you know a ESPN anchor or something I, I could see that actually an ESPN anchor would suit her in some ways but uh yeah I mean we'll see you're talking like uh she's gonna retire tomorrow I'm sure she's got a few years left in there before well, I said eight uh, years or so yeah we'll see um but anyway we start off with the NXT North American Championship match Wesley's your champion defending against Donovan Dijak or should I call him Donovan Dickhead yeah. uh this match was exactly how you know it was meant to be nevertheless Wesley ends up winning the match and um yeah, it was decent. It was a it was much better than I was expecting, but yeah, it yeah. was it is what it is. Yeah, I mean Wesley is is the consummate babyface that doesn't quit. I really think that you know I, I've I've said this a lot of times before, but I don't know if we have new listeners or viewers. Let's assume we do. I, I think that he is what 
they wanted for the next Rey Mysterio. I mean, he's small enough, he's fast enough, he's believable enough, he's likable enough. Um, he can do all the stuff. He's he is he's the ultimate, you know, David versus Goliath. Die Jack. Listen, I I liked him in Ring of Honor, sort of. I've always thought he had sort of a weird build. It's like eight years later, and his build just keeps getting weirder. It, you know, he's he's sort of like even lankier than Gunter is, and Gunter lost a lot of weight to get there. Like yeah. like like Jack needed to put like 40, 50 pounds on that frame, and it, it actually looked like he's thinner. So his head looks gigantic, and his body looks mm. like like his torso looks sort of emaciated. His legs look normal. I don't know. He's he's all right. He's talented, but I mean, his character is sort of boring. Like anyone can play like the bad. I think I'm a cop character. Um, he broke his fingers pretty righteously in this one. My main issue with this is that uh, Wesley did like this amazing like like triple corkscrew dive, which wasn't the finish. And I really don't understand the the Tony D stacks thing. I mean, I yeah, do what's understand up with that. They yeah, shoved I, Lee out of the way and Donovan moonsaults into them instead. Yeah, like what are they? I mean, I know it was more about Dijak, you know, sort of interfering in their territory. Though I'm not really sure exactly how he's been doing that. Um, not wanting to do business with them, whatever business is in NXT for <laughs> the mob, um, right. a mob of two. Uh, but. Uh, Anyway, it, you know, it, it was all right. When I saw it, when they reversed the camera, camera angle, it made a, lo- a lot more sense because when I was watching it live, it just looked like all of a sudden they were there and, and they took the fall. It didn't look like they shoved uh, Wesley, pushed his chair out of the way, which they did, which made it make more sense. I wish we had that angle going in, but um, that I thought was a little bit silly, but that's NXT. They, they, were, they, they, they like to sort of try to protect everybody when possible and to transition to, you know, another full feud even though that one was sort of brimming. Anyway, um, I, Dijak to me is washed. I'm not, you know, I, I don't get know, rid of him. Yeah, or or he can just be a you know a jobber. But like taking up so much camera time and, and doing this, you know, you know, sort of cobra, you know, evil Judge Dread thing is, you know, <laughs> Judge Dread. It's not working for me. But Wesley, I think, looked great, and and you know, Wesley retained. I thought he would retain, and he did, and, that, and that's terrific. I think I think he's killing it. Do you, yeah, well, I was going to ask you, do you think he's, um, obviously he's um, excelling in a single role, but do you think it's actually better off that he's not in the tag team anymore? Um, I don't know. They were a damn good tag team. but They, they were. were. That's why I'm asking that question. So. But they're really small and WWE really. Little rascals, really, baby. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they're, they're, they're smaller than Legato, and Legato is really small. small. I mean, you see how these, these, these you know, these call-outs from NXT, they, they just don't look the part when they get to the main roster. Like even like Ashante the Adonis, and you know, even to a lesser extent, Santos and, and Imperium, they just they just look smaller than the other guys. Um and you know, it's and those guys were even tinier. So I actually I think not. I mean, again, I think that Wesley has that potential to be like you know your version of a ray mysterio i'm not saying he's gonna be legendary around the world and all that obviously he wasn't a legend by 19 because he's already older than that but to be that consummate baby face that everybody likes that's fighting from underneath that never gives up and you believe he can win because that's just this kind of spirit he has and he's got the skill and the moveset and i you know and and now that they've got ricochet with braun he's not really taking away from anyone else's spot he kind of does remind me of ricochet 
a lot, but better in my opinion. A bit more personality. Like, I, I don't know. Much more personal. His, his, yeah. his natural personality is so much more likable. Ricochet is. I don't know what his natural personality. He. I mean, listen, the guy has a history of of pulling beautiful women, including right now. Yeah, yep. we know. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should try the thumb. You see the women he's pulling. <laughs> I know, fucking cunt. Yeah, but, you know, if you, if you maybe you just shouldn't mock what you don't understand. Don't knock until you try. <laughs> it. I mean, it's worked out pretty well for him. God damn. Um, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Puma. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm sort of got that. I mean, it, it's even worse than Drew McIntyre, but he's got that Drew McIntyre thing where he sort of sounds robotic. Yeah, I, I, like. I just can't take him that serious, but I think Wesley can be a better version of Ricochet yeah, in terms of personality. Wesley sounds normal when he talks. It sounds it sounds like he's a real person. Well, yeah, exactly. And Ricochet really is, sucks when it comes to mic work. He just does. Yeah, that was like you said, he's very monotone, very robotic. Yeah, yeah. Screw you, uh, Ricochet. But anyway, great worker, no doubt about it. But it is what it is. I prefer Wesley. Um, anyway. Wesley does win by pinfall with a backhand spring palais kick, retaining his NXT North American Championship. Um, after that, though, we go to the back as we get a Cora Jade hype reel and an ad for WWE 2K23. By the way, did you it... wish Morgan Fairchild a happy birthday? <laughs> no, I didn't actually, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot, to be fair. But anyway, we also get footage of Bron Breaker and Grayson Waller arriving at the arena. And we also get Katana Chance and Caden Carter are interviewed backstage. They go on to say they don't care about uh, Fallon Henley and Kiana James' personal drama. They're just going to do what they do best and win. And um, anything yeah, yeah. to say They're about this little... They're real They're best friends. We got it. I mean, they've been saying the same thing for, for two years now. They're True cute. They're also, they're also teeny tiny. Um, <sighs> the thing was... that I thought was really funny is they made a big deal about how Grayson Waller and Brown Breaker were, they were in different hotels. They couldn't talk. They were keeping them separate. Right, yeah. And during the Charlotte thing, you see them right next to each other. Oh, her in between them. I mean, come oh. on. Fucking silly. That's just NXT silliness, man, if you know what I mean. I mean, maybe it was special effects. We were supposed to believe it was a green screen or something. But come on. I mean, they were oh. all right there. They're right there. Sometimes they really do insult your intelligence. That's why usually I... I you know give shit about watching NXT, but at least this this uh, PLE was in the Carolinas in an actual arena, right. away from the PL uh, from the performance center. No, but anyway, they, they had over five thousand people there. That 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 place was was packed. It didn't seem that loud, but it was packed. I'm I'm just saying. Listen, every time people like think that things are elaborate works, I remind you of things like this. These people are not that smart. <laughs> well, you said it. Well, anyway, let's go on to the next match, though, Jeff. It is uh, Fallon Henley and Kiana James versus Katana, Katana Chance and Caden Carter for the NXT. <laughs> yeah, for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. Caden or the KKs are the NXT Women's Champions. Um, this was all right. I mean, to me, it was probably the shittest match of the night. But uh, surprisingly, though, Fallon Henley and Kiana. James win by pinfall with a Gato clutch and some skullduggery, should I say, becoming your new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. I, I can't believe you think this was the shittiest match. I think this match was great. I loved every part uh, of it. I think the moves were great. I think they all worked together really well. And I, I love the whole thing that, that Fallon doesn't really trust Kiana. 
Uh, she probably really shouldn't. Uh, Kiana definitely wants to cheat. Fallon doesn't want to cheat, and she didn't realize that, that Kiana cheated for her. Um, and and you know th this is great. K and K Dance Factory never really felt like champions, even though they've reminded us a million times that this, they have the longest reigning women's tag team champions in NXT history, which is you know I guess thirty months old uh, these belts. But you know, nevertheless, they are good for them. Terrific. Just it just never really felt like it. Uh, but I guess time flies when you're having fun. Good for them. I don't know what kind of future they have on the main roster because they're they're sort of teeny tiny by NXT standards, which means they're going to be really teeny tiny by main roster standards. Like even the women, like I think they have, I think like they're like teeny tiny next to like Io Shirai. Um, yeah, they're tiny, dude. I can't I can't stand. Uh, is it Kaden Carter? I don't know. I, the, well, the, the one, the one that that was with Ricochet. Uh, no, that's Katana Chance. Uh, is that Katana Chance? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, that, her name is Casey Cataranzo or something. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's how I knew her. When that, that's what they, she used to use that name. She, she's in, the white one. It was on like American. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, it's true. I can't stand her. She's like Ricochet, dude. Yeah, she, she's a tiny little thing. She her her talking stinks too. She's almost like a real. Bit. I like Kaden Carter. I think she's got personality and. And I think she's a really good wrestler. I think she's great looking. I think she's sexy. Uh, she, she's got cakes that people like these days. I just think that she's too small for the game. Well, I mean, but not not for. I mean, she could be in NXT forever. She can have a beautiful another ten year career, you know, in NXT and you know whatever max out of whatever they're you know max you know one twenty a year or whatever, and then you know do some well, indies after that and ride the circuit and. She's a good talker. Maybe she could parlay that into a you know backstage role or a commentary or something. Who knows? She's very likable. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, shit. No. You know what I mean? I mean, good on her. Whatever she does, anyway, That's in the future. Perfect. I mean, they're both super athletic. I just, I just think that Caden is too small. Well, they're both too small, but I think Caden is the much better wrestler, much more precise than Katana is. I can't stand either one of them personally, but um, you so you hate women. <laughs> don't don't put words in my mouth. That's you, not me. I love but, <laughs> but Nick, speaking of hate though, I can't stand this guy. It's a JD McDonough hype reel. I hate what? this guy, dude, for real. We didn't have that. That's what it says here. I didn't we see did that. Or, that. I, or I went to the you bathroom. You must have missed it. You must have gone to the bathroom. And then we get a Nikita Lions vignette. Did you see that? No. Well, you must have had a bathroom break. Because she goes on the same. I on a bathroom break. I assure, I assure you. I no. We just got. I mean, basically, we got the pre-show again, just divided by which match was coming next. Well, this is not the pre-show, but anyway, the Nikita no, Lions. I'm telling you, I watched the pre-show because I'm an idiot, and yeah, it was the well. same. It was the same <laughs> thing. It's just. It's just this. Whatever the pre-show segment was about each individual match, they put before the individual matches again, just without Sam Roberts and the other guy talking. Strange. Well, here she goes on to say about. It how patience is overrated and also she's a lion uh, well you know she better be patient she just said like <laughs> double surgery on her knee it's right. like the second one in a year and i wonder why they're gonna tell her to lose weight man well I, you know I let's mean, be honest i mean I, don't, I i mean she looks great the way she is sure but it if she wants to you know she save has a her high knees. impact style and right you know. And yeah, not not everyone's knees hold up to that. I mean, that that's, it's nothing wrong with it. I mean, no, yeah, no she's, she's a big girl, but she's she carries it in a good way. But you know, absolutely. But, well, 
speaking yeah, of that, hopefully she'll heal. Maybe she'll get. Uh, maybe her knees will be reconstructed stronger. I mean, maybe. you know, Tegan is still wrestling somehow, but she's a sprite. After four, yeah, she yeah. sucks though, man. Tegan Chris Statlander, the jury is still out. She's done. I feel like almost at this point, she should have yeah, been back a long time, time ago. She wasn't. Well, maybe, maybe she was. I mean, you know, it did. It barely took ten weeks before she was out again. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, we also get an Instagram promo of Drew Gulak explaining to Hank Walker how to handle high flyers and demanding he get himself some proper ring gear because he's building a superstar, not a house. Okay. Hank Walker can get the fuck out. And by the uh, way, Drew Gulak can get the fuck out also. I agree 100%. 100. I can't stand either one of them. Yeah. I mean, this whole thing, I mean... Two zeros. I do. I do not know why they're investing so much in this Hank Walker. This whole. I, I don't know what their obsession is with the every man. They have Kevin Owens. They have Sami Zayn. They have them both <laughs> under contract. Every men are easy to find. Stars are hard to find. And he's not an every man that's like full of charisma. And this is not 1983. You're not going to find a guy that looks like Dusty Rhodes and nah, not have not people anymore. love him. And this and right. this guy's. Is, has nowhere near the charisma or talent of those. I mean, Dusty Rhodes is one of the, the top 10 talkers of all time. 100% agree with you, man. There's no doubt about that. Um, oh, well, there was also a Lyra Valkyria promo, but who that cares I about saw. that? That you saw I saw that? Yeah. Anything to say? No, I I, I mean, Lyra Valkyria, when, when she was first coming out, I'm like, why are they bringing another British chick? I mean, the, the, you know, they've got the, a lot of can, British. Right? I mean, they really do. I mean, I just feel like they have too many women already, and and why are they bringing in more? Um, and then they brought in Stevie Turner, whatever her name is, so f- for yet even more. Uh, so I, I just feel like why are you cluttering things up? And then I saw Russell. I'm like, she's fine, she's okay, but I don't feel like she has like a very strong character or that she adds a lot. And every time I see her, I have to think and go. Oh yeah, that's Lyra Valkyrie or whatever. I'm like, so, <laughs> no, I don't think I don't. I'm not particularly impressed by her. I mean, I think she's a fine ensemble player, I guess. I mean, I do hear that there's a lot of call-ups coming after um, WrestleMania this year. Do we uh, need it? Other than say Carmelo Hayes and uh, maybe Bron Breaker? Well, I don't think Carmelo Hayes is the one who's being called up. I think he's going to be the NXT champion. I think he's going to have another six months or, or you know, a year to wait. But, he's so which ready, is great, man. He's, he's absolutely ready. Um, yeah. uh, I, I, I don't know. So I, all I care about is, is that the Sangha maniacs come up. The you know, <laughs> I'm not really particularly oh, concerned about anyone. I, I, you know, unless there's like 25 releases of the main roster, which I, I, whole, I, I doubt I, it. I'll make that list. I, you know, I'm, I'm happy to do it. And that list will. Oh, please do. You know what? Home. I would love for you to do that on our next show, man. I'd be happy to, and and the the list will start with a bunch of the you know some of the ones who are on NXT right now because there's a reason that they shoved them back down there to you know do nothing for the ratings. But even the New Day did nothing for the ratings, which is no. You know. I mean, it's cool. Don't get me wrong to see him like to see any main roster star on the you know on the developmental sort of NXT, but still, like yeah, it does nothing okay. really for them. That's who it is. I mean. When it's like Dijak and like Baba Tunde, you know, or Apollo Cruz, it's just like, and Drew Gulak, you just know it's like they have nothing else for them. They're like, you think you can do something down there, or you better do something down there. 
And yeah, I don't think yeah. there was any accident why these guys were all on the show because they're they were in front of a big live crowd and they wanted people who were in front of, used to being in front of big live crowds and were on the main roster and were unlikely to botch and hurt themselves or anyone else. Of course, Apollo Crews did botch once, but uh, they, they they recovered from it. And shout out to all our listeners and viewers right now. I mean, I'm surprised we've got some. I mean, geez. Because uh, it's from the PWC discussion group. So shout-outs to everybody there. Um, let's go to the next matchup, though, Jeff, because it is... It's not 4.30 a.m. everywhere. I know. Maybe we do... Our biggest listener base, funny enough, in the States is from the West Coast. Well, there you go. It's it's a very yeah. reasonable one thirty nine there. Right, I mean, right. you know, we also have a lot of listeners in the UK. We have a lot of listeners in... Uh, your, your neck of the woods, Australia. Well, Canada, but Canada. Australia's is number two. Australia's number two for our listener base. First, Canada, Canada is basically the same time zones as the U.S. So it's like, it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm really talking more time zones than countries. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're very big in Russia. We still are. <laughs> yeah, we Actually, got we, yeah we have we have people in uh, Romania. We've got people in everywhere UAE. Cayman Islands, Saudi Arabia, even Jeff. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> it was also, it was like, was it Thailand or Singapore? I think China, Singapore, Singapore yes. China, yes. Believe yeah. it or not, I don't know how. We're, we're not big in Japan. I don't know why. You love Japan. Uh, yeah, strange. Well, not enough New Japan content, but um, I how noticed you when. Fuck you, Japan and Japanese. I, I don't know. But you know what? We're also ranked in the States right now, too, once again. Well, we should be. We're ranked in the States, we're ranked in Canada, we're ranked in Australia, and we're ranked in Russia. Well, <laughs> well I mean, ranked what? I mean... Uh, in Russia, you're talking about? No, I'm talking about the States. In the States, we are 120 right now. And, and how high did these rankings go? Uh, top 500, I think. Okay, all right, well, 120, that's the top 25%. That's not bad. Absolutely. Uh, in Canada, we, we are ranked right now at 50. Ooh. Yeah. And in Australia, we're ranked 80. We've been much higher, though. In Come a, on, in, man, in you're slacking. I know, man. Down I mean, 18. If you just got, like, seven of your friends to listen, we'd be, like, 61. And in Russia, for the third week in a row, we are ranked in the top 20. Okay. I don't know what to say. I, That's I weird, dude. It's straight <laughs> weird. <laughs> I, 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 I mean... Russia. I mean, seriously. <laughs> what the I, hell? I, I mean, I hope some of you are oligarchs that, that this can be in some way. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody has a price, including us. Yeah, <laughs> mine is very low. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> anyway... But yeah, so thank you to everybody around the world that's you know listening because uh, it means a, Russia, it means Canadian leopard tanks are on their way to Ukraine, and Portugal pledges tanks. France and Italy promise air defense as well. And we're making the bullets. Oh, good job! <laughs> I kid you not. Look it up. Job, I don't know why. <laughs> we're the bullet makers. Shouldn't it be you guys? Uh, I don't know. Of this current NXT class, not much to watch for going into WrestleMania. Uh, well, I, would, I wouldn't expect there to be any NXT people in WrestleMania, but they're going to have a big show at Stand to Deliver. So, well, uh, oh, we got a comment actually for the evening. That was the comment. Yeah. Oh, you read it. Oh, good, good stuff. And that was Chris Millen. Man, what time is it for you, bro? You still up too? Is he from your country? 
No, he's from Yon. Well, when I say Yonic in the woods, I'm talking about the US, not um, not Australia. No, I'm surprised we still got American listeners and viewers. Crazy, but um, anyway, let's go to the next match though, Jeff. It is Apollo Cruz versus Carmella Hayes in a two out of three falls match. Man, straight up, I'd give this. If I had to rate this match, I'd give it a minus A. But Hayes ends up winning a minus A. Yes, I'm going to say about that. That's how highly I thought this match was. It was pretty good. I mean, is that how you graded in Australia? Like, we call it A minus here. Well, you can say it either way. It doesn't really matter. Well, here I you mean, can't say it either way. I mean, nobody knows why not? what you're talking about, minus A. Oh, come on. You knew exactly what I was talking about. No, I really didn't. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess because I speak Jimmy. But. <laughs> Oh man, I don't. You know what? I don't even use usually letters. I use a, you know, a one to ten sort of thing. But if I had to grade the match, all right, look, I wouldn't say it's a five star match because see, if I was to do it in the star rating, but I'll give it a four star. See, this match, this match bored the shit out of me. I, I, I felt it lacked energy uh, for two really? guys who were supposed to go fast and furious. Neither one of them went fast and furious, um, and I was really distracted by in certain light apollo cruz looked like he was wearing like reddish contact lenses um and that was really bugging me because other times it looked like his eyes were regular and i, I, I never noticed that it could have been the the the, the what it called the reflection it, it could have been but i've seen him enough to know i mean his eyes are he's got dark brown eyes and and this was like it was like distinctly red and sunlight it was very light and and i'm not surprised if he did that because his his gimmick is he sees the visions i mean obviously they're not very good visions um but uh i mean anyway this match really disappointed me thankfully it was 2-0 um and the surprise was is that babatunde who originally was babatunde then was commander aziz came out uh, it looked like he was there to stop Trick Williams and to help Apollo Cruz, and in fact, I guess he sort of did. But he, the distraction of Baba Tunde being there opened the door for Carmelo to shoot his shot and not miss and win the second uh, fall in a row. The actually first time it was by a countout. It was actually a pretty good s- sequence of um, Carmelo Hayes like going for move after move after move. It was almost like Brian Danielson. He and then he yeah. went for he went That's for like face lock. Yeah. That's why I liked the match because, you know, it was different, especially from uh, Carmelo Hayes. And, and the first fall, like you said, he won by submission with an arm trap crossface going one zip. And then for the second fall, he wins uh, by pinfall with nothing but net going 2-0 and sweeping Apollo yeah. Cruz. Yeah, when I say I didn't like the match, it's not like the match had nothing going for it. I mean, there were no, sequences no. that were good for basically... For a match, I was—I mean, people were going to say were saying this would be a show stealer, and for a match that should have been a lot of fun, I just thought it was sort of plotting. Um, so again, thankfully, it was two zip and Bob, so, spoilerish. Baba Tunde then then turned on Apollo Cruz, who was surprised. I don't know why I was surprised. He was he was out of uniform. He wasn't wearing his, his Salvation Army jacket. Um, <laughs> and Baba Tunde, for a guy who's been off TV screens for like close to a year and a half, he's he looked like he's been on that AEW exercise program. I mean, he looked <laughs> smaller. Uh, all he did is... Commander Aziz? Isn't that the formal Commander Aziz? Yes, former Commander Aziz. Uh, he was he was a raw underground steady also at, as Blambatunde, but he got... I mean, he's like in worse shape, which is weird. Um, all he managed to do was grow some facial hair and 
I guess get his, you know, his head crest thicker. <laughs> well, he choke bombed him on the chair, and I mean, he choke bombed Apollo on the chair post match. But whatever. Um, I don't, I don't care for this guy, man. Just get rid of him already. And even Apollo Cruz, I'm, I'm great worker, but look at him. Like, what is he? Yeah, he's big, he's he's but he's big. small, big. He's a good worker, but yeah, he's he's small, big. He's you know he's. I mean, he's he's better than like Tony Nice, but you know he's oh much better than Nice, but but actually still, Tony Nice at least works fast usually. I mean, I don't he can I don't work different styles, but he's just got no personality. Yeah, I, I I don't know who decided the tempo of this match. I mean, obviously they didn't end at eleven, so it wouldn't have killed them to you know instead of ending at ten forty nine to have ended you know ten thirty seven. Well, yeah, and also the fact that Hayes won two zip does this kill off Apollo Cruz right now at this point? Well, sort of. I mean, but the 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 distraction sort of is a protection anyway. He's he's yeah, he, you know he's, he's in the he's in the insta feud with his former henchman. So, I mean, I guess the answer is no. But uh, yeah, I don't know what this leads to. I mean, you know, I guess and if do he, we even care? Not really. I mean, the only reason I would care is if they actually did bring up both Braun Breaker and Carmelo, and so they decided that they didn't want the NXT world title to be, you know, on the main roster also. And, you know, I mean, sort of like a safe guy to put it on for like a short term would be Apollo Crews. So he's got to win this feud, but he's only got two months to do it to, to get back into that position. Um, but I don't I don't see that as the scenario. Um, so, And even wow. if it is, so what? Well, we also get after after that match... We get a social media promo about Valentina Feroz accepting Laura Valkyria's challenge with Wendy Chu to be in her corner. Whoopity whoop. Um, yeah. I know. Backstage, the new women's tag champs are celebrating with Briggs and Jensen and agree to go drinking. Yeah, but you forget that Electra Lopez came up and said, sure. you know, was basically scoffing at Valentina for continuing to do things that the nice guy around. Basically, the same story as Fallon and Kiana. Yeah, I, I didn't really care much about it, uh, but yeah, it is what it is. Well, we also... He was wearing, I believe, a Chanel belt, or was it a Gucci belt? I, can't I think it's a Gucci belt, dude. Were they G's or were they C's? I'm, I'm pretty sure they're G's. Oh, yeah. But um, anyway, we also get a Black History Month video package featuring the New Day, which is cool. Sure. And, but and they only then... talked about Kofi's title. They didn't talk about Big E's title, which I thought was odd. I've got a feeling Big E will be back any day now. And when I say any day, I think, I think, and remember I said this, he'll be back at the Raw after Mania. Uh, I think that Big E told us what a situation is, and they said they're going to reevaluate him in March. So, <laughs> I mean, he had a broken neck. I, I, think I know. Everybody, people were predicting him in the Rumble and things like that. I, I think you all need to hold your horses. Well, I mean, hey, March, Raw, you know, the Raw after Mania is in April. The reevaluation was for further treatment, not, not to get into a wrestling ring. Okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Because now he's traveling, he's doing promo work for WWE. He was here in Australia, like, last week with the New Day. It's not landing on your head. Well, yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> but anyway, next we get Chase U in Andre Chase and fucking get off my tv screen duke hudson versus gallus in mark coffee and wolfgang versus new day 
in Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, who are your champions, versus Pretty Deadly in Elton Prince and Kit Wilson for the NXT Tag Team Championships. I actually like this match. I'm surprised with the winners, though. For sure. This match was fantastic. And I want to shout out to Booker T because he was hysterical all night on commentary. I can't believe I forget this. But right in the beginning of the match, when they had uh, the Br- Jensen and, and, and the Briggs and Jensen in the corner of Fallon and Kiana, you know, there's the story of Kiana and, and Jensen. You know, are they a couple? It seems like they are. <laughs> and, but it, it's like Vic kept saying that the Caden Carter friend zone Jensen <laughs> months ago, and now it seems like she's, she's toying with him. And, and Booker's like, what? What's going on? You said they hooked up. He's like, I did not say they hooked up. He's like, Sally, you said they hooked up. They, I never said that. I said friend zone. He's like, okay, I'm just making sure. Just want to know who's hooking up. I mean, he's such was, a yeah, he's such he, a gossip queen, though, dude. Like he comes across like a gossip queen on NXT. But during this match, he was like, he hates the new day, and he's like, he's like, there's a guy in the front row that looks just like Xavier Woods. I think they should replace <laughs> him with it. And he's like, and he's like, and I hate Kofi Kingston. He's what well, do you say, 15 time champion? I hate that guy. He's terrible. <laughs> it's it's hysterical. <laughs> Why is he playing into that? You think? Uh, well, I think it's because that Booker had maybe 14 title reigns. I thought he had more than 20-something overall. I don't know. I'm pretty sure know. he did. But um, but anyway, Gallus ended up winning by pinfall with the Enziguri body slam combination on Xavier Woods becoming your new NXT Tag Team Champions. Are you happy with Gallus winning? I can't understand them personally, but uh, yeah, it is what it is. I am happy because I picked them, and I'm like one of two people in the world I know that picked them to win. Like everyone was counting them out. And I picked them because I figured that the whole point of this match was to protect the New Day in a loss and get them back, you know, to the main roster. Not that I think the main roster needs them at this particular time. And they didn't protect them, really. Yeah. And uh, I figured that Chase University was there to take the pin, which is not what happened. And no. I figured, and and I thought that the oh, when Booker kept talking about how much he loved what the new, Pretty Deadly was wearing. They were wearing, you see, they were wearing black, gold, and white. Yeah. So that, that, I mean, cool. that, that, that was cool. That was funny, man. Uh, yeah. Pretty deadly so should be thrown up to the main roster, man. I, I think they're ready. Yeah, they're definitely ready. Um, but I think that the I, I had I figured the New Day and, and uh, they were basically there to cancel each other out. Anyways, so my logic was wrong, but I figured that the only team that actually really needed the belts that they would want investment would be Gallus. Because, I mean, Chase U... It's just another mismatched tag team that's going to break up sooner rather than later. So I, I figured that they weren't going to do that twice. So. But it works for whatever reason, man. It works, but it's wrestle crap comedy works. It is. I mean, it is. It is wrestle crap, no doubt about it. But I don't know why. I, I kind of don't mind it. I just can't stand Duke Hudson. Well, that's that's hard because he's one third of the act. And he suits it. Don't get me wrong, but like. I don't know, man. And you say I love all the Shane wrestlers. Please. Yeah. Give He's me on a your break. list. He's, he's number 10. <laughs> uh, have you noticed now, WB is actually speaking of international wrestlers and whatnot, and you mentioned the British wrestlers earlier. WB seems to sort of emphasize getting a lot of talent from the UK and Australia right now, oddly enough. Um, do you think there's any particular reason why they're br- branching out down here and, and across the pond in the UK? Well, I think the UK, I mean, I think NXT UK exposed them to a lot. Oh, of, well, yes. That's yeah, true. I mean, so they had a lot of people under their payroll or, you know, doing enhancement work and, and 
you know, do indie shows and, you know, so a lot of references there. Um, I think also, you know, British strong style has its kind of respect that's similar to Japanese strong style. So if AEW has its Japanese style, then WWE has its British style. I mean, I, I think that that's part of the part of it, but I think most of it's just familiarity and, you know, and they speak the same language, but it's not exactly the same. You know, it's, oh, it's you know, the same language. Come on, dude. <laughs> no, but there's accents. And listen, oh, well, you're yes, always saying you can't understand what the Scots are saying. I can't understand you're... what Irish people are saying. <laughs> Fair enough. So, Fair so enough. it's the same language, but it's, you know, <laughs> it's, 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 you know, it's, it's very different cultures. Um, oh, definitely. As far different as Australia, I, I, I think that, I think that they have just plucked some of the, you know, like athlete, like bigger athletes from Australia, and decide to train. They have, up. you're right. No, that's I mean, exactly the what they've reason. done. Like Australians, right. I think naturally Australians are less uptight and more irreverent than Americans and Canadians are. And I absolutely agree. Large. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think you guys sure. are just like, shut up. We don't care about your political. <laughs> yeah. you, fuck that. And, you know, and, you're and spot that, on, and man. And, and that sort of that that sort of has its own sort of you know charm or heat you know it can it can work it can both get ways, you so. hate definitely can get you hate that's that's true I mean, except for buddy matthews who despite looking like the real deal he's got he, no personality though man really he, he, i mean that should be his his gimmick should be that he's the terminator that he's a robot <laughs> i remember when cage Come was on. like i'm a machine in, in Lucha <laughs> yeah. Underground, like that's yeah. like Buddy Matthews should steal that gimmick. Th- that worked for Cage though; it just suited him for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? It, Everything it just, Lucha Underground worked. There was a comic. Yeah, it's but, strange. It was great though. I remember when I first started watching Lucha Underground. I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, I'm gonna so hate this, right? Mm-hmm. To my surprise, the first episode I didn't really think too much of it. By the second and third, I was hooked, dude. I love the trend. But, 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 like, but Buddy Matthews should take terminology from like sci-fi movies. Like he should call his body a sleeve and <laughs> he should be like AI Buddy Matthews. AI know, Buddy he should, Matthews. He should change, he well. should change his name to Hal, like from 2001. And like <laughs> people say, I'm going to beat you next week. And he goes, I'm sorry, David. I cannot, I can't allow you to do that. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> but like a full robot though. Like, Absolutely. I'm sorry, David. And then, yeah, like, you know, I'm unfortunately Kenny Omega won't be able to do. Well, he's the Terminator supposedly, but you know, yeah, he'll have to do it. But everybody loves Buddy Murphy for whatever reason. I know, I get it. He looks great. He's a great friggin' wrestler, but he's got no damn personality. Never has. But to be fair, have they really tried with him, like to know. give him sort of personality? It's it's three promotions now and four if you count NXT who really didn't have any idea what to do with him except stick him with you know Alice <laughs> that worked though oh well yeah yeah that's true too but um that works too and because you know it's a continuation of the story from his WWE I mean, days most interesting thing was when he was with Aaliyah Mysterio yeah that was weird too man at and that, that was time. weird because she's like four yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I uh, felt for him, dude. Was she like 19, 16, 17, something yeah, like that? Yeah, she, I mean, she, do you remember the memes, dude? It was almost like he was borderline pedo, dude. Yeah, well, that, that, <laughs> it was borderline pedo. And he's, but that's not his yeah. fault, damn it. Well, no, no, he wrote it in, but he's also not that young a guy. Like, isn't he like 30 ish? Uh, you know what? Good question. I want to, I want to find out. He's, he's not in his 20s anymore, is he? I don't think so. And I, I mean, she might be 22 now. 
And that this was three years ago. Ah, uh, he is. Let's just see right now. He's probably 30-ish, like you said. I'm going to guess uh, 30. 30. 32, 34, dude. Wow. 34. So even older. So he, he was probably like double her age at the time, which is, you know, creepy. Not for Vince. I mean, for Vince, that's like... <laughs> that's so Vince anyway. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's too, too old. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, let's be honest. Wrestlers are getting... Like, they're getting older now compared to back in the day. Think about it. 34, you're pretty much done back in the day honestly when you're even in sports you know what i'm saying so um <laughs> you still sort of are in regular sports i mean speaking of aussies oh, yeah. what's up malakas <laughs> what up pierce uh, what a character yeah. well that. yeah the, now we've got the aussies in the house there um but that threw me off completely but uh anyway yeah buddy get a f first of all change that name buddy is just so too australian no offense to my fellow Aussies, but you yeah, get my buddy's buddy's name of a dog or a like, dog, you know, like, like like an old man who's driven trucks for the company for sixty years. Yeah, just and it's insulting anyway. Like you know, hey buddy, buddy, like yeah. do you know what I mean? It just like the night watchman is buddy. Yeah, well, yeah, just change that shit. Take the buddy out. Put I don't know, man. Maybe just Murphy for, for now. Anyway, the... Gallus. Uh, beats yes. pins Xavier Woods and this year new NXT Tag Team Champions uh, all because of Buddy Murphy Matthews <laughs> yeah anyway next we get a speaking of Aussies we get a replay of the close analysis of the parking lot footage from the attack on Nikita Lyons but next we see Grayson Waller shadow boxing backstage ahead of our main event Come on, Grayson is the man right now, even though, uh, unfortunately, he didn't win, but we'll get to that. Um, I I'm loving Grayson, man. He's just such a cocky, like, foul mouth. Like, I don't know, man. I think he's got... I still think he's got a lot of potential. I know you're not his biggest fan, but That's I like him. Thing. Put on some weight, man. That's true, too. He needs to bulk up for sure. I can see him on the main roster very soon, though. I think he's pretty much ready, too. I don't know. They have Logan Paul, who, by the way, is bulkier. Much bulkier, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's true. Anyway, next we have Gigi Dolan versus JC Jane versus Roxanne Perez for your NXT Women's Championship. Um, This match was all right. I mean, it was not my favorite, it was exactly but it was, it was what all right. was supposed to happen. It was exactly perfect. Toxic attraction were on the same page. Then that started to fall apart. Then they realized they needed to work with each other, but it was a trick. And <laughs> and Roxanne just stuck in the match, stuck with it, stuck with it, waited for them to to really implode and took advantage of the moment and won the match. I mean, it, 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 it was great. And the interaction between JC Jane and Gigi was great. The crowd was probably more behind Gigi than they were Roxanne, which of is... Of course they are. <laughs> I, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I mean... They look, both complement each other, though, Jeff. I think they're perfect for each other. I've never been a JC Jane like you know fan, but the last two weeks she's, she's growing been, on me. The last yeah. two weeks she's been looking smoking. She has, she has. You know what it is? She's putting more effort in her sort of uh, character, if you want, and that. I mean, everything. She used to look like a jobber not too long ago, dude. When you think about yeah. it, and now she's just transformed. I don't know what happened, but it's Cleavage. working. It could be the cleavage. I mean, the cleavage. Shit. <laughs> she's work. She's working that cleavage. She's disaccentuating the the 
Mediterranean nose that she's got there. <laughs> um, and she stopped wearing that stupid hat. That Mediterranean nose? What are you trying to say? She's got a big nose? Yeah, she, she looks like one of my people. <laughs> Mediterranean nose. God damn it, Jeff. Uh, it looks like one of your people. I, I knew you were going to say that. I've got a Mediterranean nose, you prick. So do you. Well, that's just your Mediterranean. You're constantly, oh, constantly reminding us. <laughs> Well, you're Teddy, the all you're Mediterranean, Mediterranean champion. <laughs> oh man, if AEW have an all Mediterranean championship, <laughs> we have the flag of New Zealand, <laughs> Cambodia, Philippines, Chile, Chile, nowhere near right. the Mediterranean. Jesus, and, and and the Aleutian Islands. Those would be the four <laughs> the four flags you pick for that. Oh, one. My eyes are watery, man. It's That's so fucking, fucking stupid. Fuck me, that's that's a good one, Jeff. That the Mediterranean, the all Mediterranean championship, without any Mediterranean Not countries. A one. Wow, he, he would confuse the Baltics for the Balkans. <laughs> the Baltics for the Balkans. Oh no, dude! Shit, that's where we get the all Balkans championship. Just put them both on there. It wouldn't surprise me, man. I mean, shit. And speaking of the, the Mediterranean, no, I think that's Australia. Put them both on. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Australia definitely <laughs> in the Mediterranean. <laughs> Sounds good. You know, speaking of all Atlantic and all Mediterranean and whatnot, mm-hmm. what's happened to the All Atlantic Championship? Has that suddenly disappeared on AEW television? This is not the championship. <laughs> I mean, yeah, my guess. I forgot already. Be, I mean, two guesses. One is that Orange Cassidy is hurt and they don't want to disclose it, so they're not. Maybe. The other is that he's one of probably the 30 AEW people on the Jericho cruise. And where's Pac? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly. <laughs> where, where are the Lucha Brothers? I mean, true, yeah. true. I, mean, I don't miss I, them, I, but Pac is real noticeable to me. I heard that they went on walkabout. They're all very sad. They're going to sweat lodges. <laughs> they're they're taking some magic mushrooms, some ayahuasca. <laughs> Can you imagine they're, them three? Yeah, they're. Are you kidding? They're they're, they're going to see where uh... things went wrong. Was was, was was it the timekeeper hammer? Wasn't it the timekeeper hammer? I mean, do you realize every day I've been posting on Twitter, identify a AEW wrestler that you forgot worked for AEW. And I did see that actually. Now, one of them was getting like a, a like a strange amount of likes and retweets, but only one, like the one from Mercedes <laughs> Martinez. So people must really like her. It's like Thunder Rosa, yeah. Aaron Solo, Abaddon. Nobody cares about those. Nobody cares. And speaking people of... People are responding. They're responding with Miro. They're responding with Brian Pillman, even though he was just on. They're, they're responding with uh, uh, Andrade, obviously. Scorpio oh, he's Sky. injured, possibly. Scorpio Sky is done. I, I agree with you now. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I he's mean, and, and speaking of someone that's fallen from grace, uh, look at Go-Go. Thunder Rosa, man. That's Sorry, good. who? A go-go, Anthony Agogo, people. Oh, I forgot. Oh, right. Really? Go-Go. Go back to that's boxing, bro. <laughs> Identify a wrestler that, that works for AW that you forgot about. I mean, you, you, you could literally do this all day. I mean, so I just try and do one a day, and... Uh, you know, I used to just do it like once a week, but now I'm like, eh, do it every day. <laughs> I mean, and if you notice now, there's been a lot of silent releases. You know what I mean? Like Kazarian, for example. Well, that, that was one of my to... predictions from last year on Hammerlock Hangover, and I said they'd uh, probably could be these. I 
I, I don't know if they're silent release. I, I think that he's just silently keeping people under contract and just paying them to do nothing. I mean, Kazarian wasn't even that silent because Kazarian, like, he, he stated that, like, he went on pu- publicly. He said, I wasn't well, doing did. what I wanted to do. Right. So I negotiated my release and I signed with him. I mean, somebody chose Impact. <laughs> Apparently, he's got a lot of history. I know he does, right? But that's the well, old Impact, really, the right. TNA. It's- it's starting to feel like two different companies to me. They they still pay what Impact pays, so you have to imagine what he was getting paid with AEW. And and back even in TNA, when Impact was TNA. I mean, surely the money was higher then than it is now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 100%. Well, anyway, I just wanted to waste a bit of time there, Jeff, where we spoke <laughs> about other things. Because we've only got one more match to go. And um, anyway, but like we were saying, Roxanne Perez wins by pinfall with an avalanche pop, uh, pop Did rocks. you notice that she was wearing like the Burberry print, just different colors? She kind of does always do that now that I have noticed that. It's Maybe been... she's better than somebody and he knows it. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> she's like, like, I'm Burberry. a real prodigy. You think you're the generational talent? I'm Loki, the generational <laughs> talent. No, but you're right. But really, she's been wearing that like that style for quite a while now. By the way, speaking of that, Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall and he was in the show News Radio. He posted today that his hair thinks he posted a picture of so he said he said, My hair thinks it's better than me. So I posted a <laughs> gif of, of MJF going, I'm better than you and you know it. And he liked it. <laughs> I've had a, right a right. fair amount of celebrity interaction like I mean Heather Thomas a couple Look times. You. Morgan Fairchild, of course, David uh, David Foley, uh Danielle Camella. Of course. I love how you downplay it too, because I've seen photos of you on your own personal Facebook page of you hanging out with uh, producers, directors, oh, yeah. mingling with Hollywood. I mean, come on, Jeff. I, I have, <laughs> I've, I've had a, a, a fair amount of like oddly successful people in my circle, which <laughs> that perhaps I am as well. Believe me, the guy who was on my, who was on my podcast three times, who told me he was going to do the show with me on Rust and, and like call out Alec Baldwin and bring a props person on. Oh, shit. He didn't just say that. He's like, he's, he's, he keeps blowing me off. I mean, oh, he, he, no. that's, he goes, yeah, I'm, I'm all talk. I don't, I, I don't follow well, anything. Speaking of Alec Baldwin, our version of 60 Minutes, the Australian version, which is one of the actual most popular ones in the world, uh-huh. really? including the American, yeah, the American Australian ones. Uh-huh. Actually, the two main 60 Minutes. I think we're the only ones that do 60 Minutes anyway, to be fair. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, so our version of 60 Minutes is interviewing all the people and showing footage of how Alec Baldwin shot the director, I think it was. Uh, yeah, I think it was the director or the cinematographer or both. I oh, think you know, cinematographers. I think the bullet went through one and into another. Oh, really? Yeah, and I think it killed the, the first... cinematographer. I think. Yeah, it was a, it was a woman. I think it, it, it went through her and into uh, I think the assistant director or something behind. Shit! Her. How does that even happen, dude? I mean, is it something I... suspicious with that? You yeah, he's been criminally charged. So yes, it's it's it's, it's something. I know, suspicious. But, but do you think who's who would be to blame? Did Alec Baldwin know something? Well, that's like... what my friend was supposed to tell me about. But but he said that they were cutting corners on that and that. They were not following industry standards. That said, oh, I didn't know they used live ammunition in movies. Same. I thought they used blanks. And I know well, you so can die I. from blanks. I remember That's that Brandon true. Lee died from a blank. Was that um, a blank? It was. Yeah, it was a blank. 
I mean, I know that the myth was that he, you know, was he was killed just like his father was by the Illuminati. It was the Illuminati, dude. Yeah, no, the Tans, the the Chinese mafia. Oh, the Tans, the mafia. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're big time, the Tongs, man. So I've heard. Um, yeah, no, they really are, dude. They I know really they killed are. Uncle you know, in the Manchus. I know, I know all about it. That's why the Shaolin don't fuck with the tongues, a, man. Yeah, that's why they had to go through the quest and find the Monkey King. I know. Shen <laughs> Yu Kong. I, I, Great, I that's that's awesome too. By the way, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, uh, I'm the best. I know. I'm amazing. <laughs> um, oh, but uh, where were we? I, I can't remember. We're uh, up to the main event. No, no, I mean in our nonsense. Uh, the tongs, but I forgot what we were uh, up to. Oh, the rust. So that's it. Um, I think it's going to be tough to prove criminal culpability. But the interesting thing is, he's the producer, not just the actor. So on the producer, there might be some sort of criminal negligence thing. But he claims that somebody yelled "cold" to him, and the armorer apparently has a spotty history. So civilly, I think there's plenty of negligence and negligence hiring, negligence supervision. Um, but there's insurance that criminally, I, I, I don't know. I, more is going to need to come out, but I don't know. I, it's obviously, tricky. it's a tricky not, situation. Yeah, people are not supposed to get shot to death on on movie sets. No, that's what a waste of life. I mean, seriously, uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But well, I am intrigued. My friend, Mark Hammer, if you're listening. Mark with a C, not a K, because there's a Mark <laughs> Hammer in Hollywood that wrote the movie uh, Lost Island 2 or, or Lost City 2. Uh, different guy. Um, if you're listening, I know you're not. <laughs> just, just, do, just do the show. It'll take an hour. It'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be, in my John McClane voice. <laughs> John have McClane. a couple drinks. Have a lot of little kicks. It'll be fun. <laughs> John McClane from Die Hard. Yeah, that, as he's clock, as he's going through the HVAC system, he's like, "Yippee ki yay!" Hey, coming out, we'll have a good, we'll have a couple of laughs. It'll be a good time. Uh, fucking hell, classic, classic. Oh, well, actually, I'll ask you a question: Die Hard or um, oh, Jesus? How did I forget? Lethal Weapon. Die Hard. Hmm. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. All right, that's the other question. Wasn't Lethal Weapon also a Christmas one as well? There was one of them. It was during Christmas, but I don't remember Christmas being integral. The I first mean, the one, the first Lethal Weapon. Him surviving all these obstacles to reunify his family for Christmas. True, when you think about it. But so was Lethal Weapon 1 as well, sort of. I don't, rem- I, I, I don't remember Lethal Weapon and the plot well enough. I remember liking Lethal Weapon 2 more than Lethal Weapon 1. Yeah, they're all pretty good from one to three anyway. Um, but one and two, yeah, three is sort of forgetful. One and two is great. The diehards are pretty good, but then the, was there up to five or six version, versions think, of diehard? I think they're still making more. Ugh, time out. Hasn't Bruce Willis got some sort of uh, does, dementia yeah. or something yeah, yeah, like that? Yeah. His, his, his brain is gone. That's that's why he did so many crap movies in such a oh. short period of time, so that he could you know, make as much money as he could wow. in video games and show, like he planned, he, he made sure that to sock away like, you know, extra, you know, 10, $12 million over like four or five years. He didn't care what he was doing. He was taking every gig. Damn, that sucks, man. Yeah. Oh, well, that's life. It, it happens. You know what I mean? But anyway, let's get back into the main event. <laughs> it's the main time. event. <laughs> the main event. Um, it is Bron Breaker, your champion, your NXT champion, that is, versus my boy Grayson Waller, 
for the NXT Championship in a steel cage match. Isn't that the Grayson Waller music? Yeah, something like that. I I like it. I like his tune, man. But it's sort of all... There's too many things going on in the song, though, so I can't really, like... I don't know, but anyway... I mean, the best part, he had the, the, the... Like, the shoe bearer with the golden... Air Jordan, and then there was yeah. like six of them out there, and, <laughs> and I guess one of them, her boobies kept falling out of the thing, so they put her in a different top. Uh, he just the same material. I feel like he's. I know what you're saying when people compare him to the Miz. I get it, right? But he's mm-hmm. sort of. Uh, uh, how do I put it? Like, he's the Miz. If he's more he had a, a club little... party guy, than the yeah, Miz. yeah, the yeah, Miz, yeah. But with more of freedom, a though, I feel. A little yeah, bit. The, the, the Miz is more of a. You know, socialite country club. True. He's more of a Biff, you know, where Jason yeah, Waller is definitely more of a, a jock. Yeah, yeah, he he he's the he's he's the coke dealer at the end of the yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. All, knows all the That's way. why he, he does that Eshe Aussie remember, thing, right? Remember Which, Raw Underground? Yeah, of course. Okay, now you remember what I said about Raw Underground with Shane McMahon, right? Uh, he was the exact wrong person because Shane. I said that Shane McMahon. Is the coolest forty-nine-year-old that you? Oh will. yeah, I remember that. He I will, remember that. Yes, he will play on the best patchful parties. He will take you to the best clubs. That he was on our VIP show. Tables. As a matter of fact, you I said, said that. I remember. Like, he'll he'll get you the cleanest strippers. He'll get you the most expensive hookers. <laughs> but what Shane McMahon is not is underground. He's not underground at all. He's about as underground as Donald Trump Jr. So, <laughs> so Grayson Waller. He could make raw underground work. Like he could, he could be like a Dario Cueto because of his style yeah. of like wrestling. He yeah. kind of comes across like a shoot fighter a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you could. I could also. Well, he was. He. I think he's a boxer. But I, but yeah, I think like, you're right. Me, he was a boxer. What I'm saying is like he come apart as sort of like like a club organizer, like someone who would organize like the fire festival at an yeah, island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But shifty, out. like, you know, shifty. Yeah. Just, and then by the it, time you realize it failed, he like, he's in San Francisco. Yeah, it like, doesn't give a fuck. New crypto. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. That's, that's he's like, he's like a party guy, con man, always one step ahead of Johnny Law. <laughs> I like him, man. I like him. No doubt about it, dude. Um, I'm looking at him right now, as a matter of fact. Did you know he went by the... You know, in the independent circuit, right? He used the ring name Matty Wahlberg. <laughs> I didn't know he worked on the independent circuit. You, you, yeah, neither did I because he really came out of nowhere. I never heard of him on the indie scene here. I just saw him on American television, literally. I mean, aren't get you this. the indie circuit there? Aren't you the, biggest, aren't you the biggest star in Australia? I am, exactly. But get this. You're going to like him after I tell you this, though. Uh-huh. He was also a history teacher in New South Wales. I was really? also part of the Australian Survivor TV series. Yeah, history teacher. Interesting. No, that, that's how they found them. They found them on the Survivor show. Did they? Yeah, they found them from a reality show. That That's where no they No way. Yeah. Well, he was on the Australian indie scene from 2017 to 2021, and they never saw him there. Well, it was probably a combination of both. I mean, they must have. he must have mentioned he was an independent wrestler when, when somebody saw it, and they, they probably looked at his stuff, and they said... He's a tall kid, got a lot of personality. He, you know, he's got the social media influencer. Let's, let's see what we can do with him. Listen, I, I see what people see in him. I just wish he would gain some freaking weight. That's all. Or I'd, I'd prefer him to be, well, no. I mean, you know, like I said, like a Cesar Duran, Dario Cueto type. But no, I mean, he's he's he is good in the ring. I mean, he and he's, he's learning more moves. Like he, right. he's gone from four moves to six moves to now he's got like nine. Um, and a lot <laughs> of them are sort of, you know, 
daring high impact. They're kind moves. of high impact moves too, man. Yeah, they're hype moves. Um, right. So you know that that's cool. I mean, you know, again, a Shane McMahon parallel there. By the way, Kiana James has an excellent working punch. Um, but yeah, th- this match was fine. It was a typical Brown Breaker match. I mean, what, what, it I wasn't mean, the best match, really. Yeah, but like you said, it was a typical Brown Breaker I mean, match. When he kept doing those mini shoulder knockdowns, I was a little bit. I mean, but Grayson Waller was right when he said on, on his vignette, Brown Breaker, champion, boring. He's right. <laughs> yeah. Boring. You got to love the guy for that, man. Hey, it kind of made him look silly, but that's why I would have hoped that Grayson would have won this match. Unfortunately, Bron Breaker's the Goldberg of NXT, it seems. Do you think at the end of the match, the way it played out, that it's a double turn? Do you think that the, the people are now sympathetic for, to Grayson Waller uh, and that Bron Breaker yeah, lost the well, deal? I don't think it's intentional, but I think he sort of earned the respect of the fans to the yeah. point where everyone is sick of Braun Breaker, dude. Facial expressions, the way Braun Breaker was yelling at him and he did one more move just to instill punishment. No, I think it was purposeful. You think? You think I, so? I think, it's, I think it's the start of a double turn. Um, Interesting. Uh, but what's what's Braun Breaker's reason to actually, you know, to hate on everybody at this point? Because the well, fans... he's boring as fuck and maybe <laughs> they need to see if he's got a mean side. I mean, if, the, if he can make that uh, interesting. He will work better as a heel, I think. Much better. I hope so. Uh, if, I think he would, man. Listen, if but, his last name wasn't Steiner, I'm not sure he'd have a job. Oh, well, he does look good. I like, mean, just fine, looking but, at him. I mean, honestly, aside from the last name Steiner and 13 years, what's the difference between him and Brian Cage? <laughs> you, st- <laughs> you got me there, actually. But uh, to be fair... I prefer Bron over Brian Cage, though. Why? I mean, I can't stand Brian Cage's head, dude. Straight up. Okay. And the sideburns, oh. we get it. You're Wolverine, so but you're it's, not. It's, so. it's his hairstyle. Yeah, maybe. Right. And he's too juiced up out of the gills, man. I mean, I know Bron's probably juiced, but maybe not. I mean, naturally, I think he'd be pretty big. Don't know. I mean, I know that he'd get the good stuff that you would pass test from, <laughs> from the NFL. I mean, he would get the, gotta... you know, the, the human growth hormone, which is, you know, legal, you know, if you... Is it? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it is. You if you have a doctor's growth hormone, it's right. in your body. So. I kind of like that about the States, though, man. You can get something... Like, here, they make everything fucking legal, dude. Like, it's even weed for example i mean uh, i on. mean when you play at university of michigan or wherever he was and you, you, you know the first time you get a little tweak you know up oh, he needs he needs he needs this for to rehabilitate okay no nobody in the state of michigan asks and then when you do it in the nfl the doctors just keep it keep it coming. really so you think the nfl is all well, cuck well, up you, basically with the with the corruption do, do, I don't think it's corruption. I just think that well, they, I just think that they have a drug test. loose with what constitutes an injury that requires things like human growth hormone. I mean, it, it, well, you do recover faster. That's true. Yeah, yeah, and especially if you use it forever. But I mean, real yeah. people don't look like those guys. That's true too. I mean, yeah. No, you're right. You're right, man. It's it's true. It is what it is. But I mean, yeah. Uh, but Bron Breaker, if it is a double turn, I'm cool with that. Um, Grayson Waller doesn't even really have to change that much because I think the fans just like his attitude, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so it works. I just need to see how Bron Breaker would 
would react or act as a heel. I think he'd be better if he talks less and just says, I'm going to whoop whoever's butt. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I think he needs to be acting like, instead of like his daddy, he's got to be Scott Steiner pretty much as a heel. Oh, God. If he could, if he could channel half of his uncle's personality, that, that would be amazing. I mean, where's all my freaks? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> all the guy needs is a personality, but we say that about so many people. All they need is a personality. If you had Grayson Waller's personality on the Bron Breaker you know, body type, either one would be a massive star. Yeah, but a million people have said this. If if Adam Cole had Drew McIntyre carrying Cross's body, he'd be a five-time world champion by now. Speaking of Cross, you know how you were talking about the list that you're going to do in mm-hmm. the future? Is Cross going to feature in it? Uh, he wouldn't be in in my. He wouldn't be. You're in giving my him another chance, effort. damn you! But if I if I got if I was struggling up to 25, he he might have to make it there. I mean, especially <laughs> if they're elevating Braun Breaker. I mean, what's the point? The same guy. Uh, Bron Break is bigger though I think than, uh, than Cross no, I think Cross is actually bigger but he's certainly Muscle taller was. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah maybe by an inch or two uh, well there's a pretty big difference between 6'2 and 6 foot so you know eh, eh, but it's not too much of a difference but yeah I see where you're coming from well anyway uh, Bron Breaker wins by pinfall with a spear retaining his NXT championship post match though we get Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams come to the stage issuing an obvious challenge. So I guess that's next. And hopefully it's time for Breaker to lose his belt this time to Carmelo. Yeah, I mean, did they say when that match will be? Or are we just going to assume that'll be its deliver? Beats me. I assume it will be a standard deliver, right? So it? I, mean, I assume that'll be one o'clock the Saturday of WrestleMania. Is that going to be in the same area as WrestleMania is going to be in, in Hollywood or I, California in general I believe so yes so we're going to go outside again of the PE I, I believe the that PC, they're going to sorry. do the same thing where they just release less tickets for that event than the same facility I don't think they're going to rent like a smaller arena next door but maybe well I, I, I don't know what's in you know the SoFi arena area I don't know if there are options like that like you know at Madison Square Garden there's like three or four maybe more like anterooms where like the yeah, felt the and the hammer right, right. and things like that. I mean they, and the ballroom in the in the in MSG because people don't realize there's another little arena in MSG that holds about 8,000 I think 10,000 that's the like felt forum yeah there, there's right. yeah there, there's a bunch of you know if, which if is MSG, nice too I love that what that that one that's that's actually quite gorgeous yeah, they've got ooh, listen to you, gorgeous, yeah, ooh, bourgeois. Ooh, yeah, Are you sipping your tea while you're doing that? No, I'm sipping. Are you having your cognac? <laughs> cognac, cognac. Is that how you called it? It sounds are very you, Polack. Are you having a well? It's French. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, are you having an, es, an aspartif <laughs> or an esprit? Esprit <laughs> and a mouche bouche. <laughs> All right, enough of the French bourgeois talk right now. Let's, we're going to... Everybody's wondering, why are these mofos talking French to each no, other? Anyway. It's 5.30 where I'm. They know exactly why. Um, <laughs> the Miz would know. The Miz would definitely know. And Maurice, Maurice. Would know. That's you, fine. you think she would? Oh, interesting. Yeah, she would. Well, Jeff, surprisingly, you haven't fallen asleep. And um, surprisingly, I don't know what you're going to do once we... Well, we are going to take it home now. But are you staying awake, Jeff? 
Or are you gonna get a nap an hour or two? I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna uh, take a nap. I think if I can make it to six, I can get no 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 sleep, I can dude. get five hours in, take a shower and be oh, able to do the doom. For sure. My, One my o'clock guest, said, right? who I confirmed, uh hasn't responded to the email yet, but he doesn't need to <laughs> He's a paranormal explorer, investigator, and researcher. What's the going to be talking about? Ghosts? UFOs? Uh, mostly ghosts, and he also added cryptozoology. So I've got to spend some time on that in some cases. He's written a couple of books, um, and he is in the, uh, in the UK, so uh, he has one of those things top 10 most haunted locations in the UK, just in Peterborough, one of them, and then also back to Vegas in the house of the day, so that's what I call the Devil's Hour, so yeah, I don't know, we'll, we'll, we'll see where it goes, uh, we'll go for all for my friend, Dr. Reverend,
Where else can you find me? Garden of Doom and Garden Views are my non-wrestling podcast, Garden of Doom as well. A lot of the stuff that Jimmy and I have been babbling about here. So if you're interested in things like cryptids and and history and alternative history and where people came from and where they went and hominids and humanoids and stuff, Garden of Doom is a place for you. Um, Garden Views is a little bit more topical, tends to be a little bit more legal, tends to be more issue driven but you know i try to do things which i think would have some sort of mass interest and test it out let me know what you think uh give me ideas uh i'm going a little different direction for valentine's day i'm gonna interview someone who's a matchmaker oh interesting i didn't even know it was still a profession but apparently it's growing it's back again i guess wow. i guess i guess the tinder era is over and it's back to the human touch so um it's a I miracle know? yeah it's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> yeah, sure is so so we're going try and do that then uh, i don't know that's where you can find me so but well, check out uh, check out the uh youtube video I, I i think that you will find it strangely intriguing and even if you don't you're going to get some great cleavage <laughs> you said it and for um, Viviana yeah. too not just lanny <laughs> rest in peace to lanny poffer man leaping lanny poffer Oh, man, uh, like I said, it still hasn't really sunk in for me, but unfortunately he has passed away. But if you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at DJ Mass Effects and also at the PWC Network. Please like and subscribe right here at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com where you can find all our shows. Also at channelattitude.com where for five bucks, yeah, you can you can get me talking Smackdown and talking uh, Rampage, <laughs> basically talking Friday night shows at channelattitude.com. And also at hamimediagroup.podbean.com where you can find Jeff shows and all our affiliate shows. In saying that, I'm Jimmy T. That's Evil Dose Jeff Littman. And you've been listening and watching the PWC NXT Vengeance Day post-game show right here on the PWC Network. And we're out. Peace. Shoot balloons and ask questions later and stay evil, my friends.
PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to. PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.